Rambam, Mishnah Torah, Hilchais, the laws of Nachalois or Nacholois, inheritance, Perek Shmini, chapter 8. Chapter 8 comes out of chapter 7, which talks about the fact that when somebody disappears because he was kidnapped, or he's running away from someone who is pursuing him, like the law, like the king, and he doesn't have a very good chance of surviving. They take relatives and have the relatives take charge of his estate because they will be meticulously cautious in caring for his estate because sooner or later they believe it will be theirs. In this case, we do not do this for or by a minor. We don't do it to a child's estate, and we don't bring a child relative into the person who disappeared's estate. Because children are children. They don't have the responsibility of an adult. When we bring a relative down into the possession, into the estate of one who was kidnapped, taken, cap taken captive, a bereach, or someone who's running from bad guys or from the law, or even into the estate of someone who left on his own. And then they heard a rumor that he died, and they're waiting for that rumor to be substantiated. A relative is okay, but... They should not bring down a child relative. Why? Because children are not responsible. Under the age of bar and bas mitzvah, children are children. We're concerned that the child will cause a loss to the estate. And then, what if this guy shows up and he sees that his estate was destroyed? Similarly speaking, we don't bring a relative down into the estate of a minor. Perhaps the relative will say, hey, listen, this is my portion, my inheritance, and therefore he won't properly respect it. We don't even bring a relative of a relative who won't feel that sense of entitlement. We are cautious. What should we do? I believe, as we said earlier, and we're going to talk later, you bring in a guardian in this case. The courts bring in a guardian. Then here he spells out a scenario. If there were two brothers, one is of majority age. One is a minor. And the child minor brother was kidnapped, a baruch, or he ran away because someone was after him. You can't bring the older brother down into his estate. Why? Because the person who owns the estate is a child. Because if the child comes back, he can't object. The child has no voice. 
Perhaps the big brother will take possession, ownership, entitlement. Many years will go by. One day the brother shows up. He'll say, hey, get out of here. Or as they say back in Newark, where I'm from, get out of here. That's my portion. That's mine's, as they said in Brooklyn. It is in my possession. I inherited it. Therefore, we <coughs> don't even begin with the relative. Even the nephew of this person, this minor who was kidnapped. What's the nephew? The nephew is the brother's son. So it's another step away. The brother is the heir. The brother's son is the heir of the heir. Even he should not be brought into the estate. But perhaps one day he'll say, This is really mine, and it's not yours, and because of my father, I inherited it. Could get very confusing. Therefore, we have to keep a distance. We never bring a relative down into the estate of a minor. Even a relative who is a maternal brother or connected to a maternal brother. Why would the maternal brother scenario be better? Because paternal brothers are related to inheritance. Maternal has no connection to inheritance, we said. It's a special Torah law. Therefore, if it's a maternal brother, he's never going to be able to claim inheritance. She'enon, ruin lida, she's not fit for inheritance. Harchaka Yaseda, he's still our sages, made an extra decree to keep the distance, keep relatives away from estates of minors. Even if there is documented division between houses or fields, let, this, let the relative not go. Even if he said, listen, just because I'm a relative, I should not be punished. Let me go down as a sharecropper. Remember we learned earlier that when relatives go into the estate of the person who disappeared, they go in as a sharecropper. He says, write a document for me which will spell out that my relationship is that of a sharecropper. Still, he should not go because documents are only as good as long as you have them. Maybe they'll get lost. And time will pass. Who knows how much time? Maybe a lot of time. The Yitan and he'll argue. The Yemen he'll say, that he is a relative, albeit a maternal brother or nephew, but still it's his because he inherited it. And here the Rambam concludes with a beautiful story. Again, we said that this section of the Rambam, this book, has more stories in it than any of the other 14 books. And we are about to conclude book 13. We're in chapter 8. It concludes with chapter 11. Maisa, there was a story. Be'isha Achaz, there was a woman. This woman had not one daughter, but three daughters. A mother and three daughters. The mother, the old woman, the mother was kidnapped. He, I guess she was a wealthy woman. He, she, 
and one of her three daughters were kidnapped. So you have the mother gone, and one of the daughters gone. You have two daughters left. There's no sons. So the daughters become the heirs if she dies. But right now, all we know is that she's kidnapped. She's gone. Now there were two daughters left. The second daughter dies. So now you only have one daughter left, but the second daughter who died, she had a young son. Remember, when there are no sons, inheritance goes to the daughter. Or when the daughter dies, to the daughter's children. In this case, the daughter had a son. So now we have this woman who was kidnapped. She disappeared. One daughter was kidnapped with her. We don't know about her. A second daughter died, and there's a third daughter. Now imagine, if the kidnapped woman and her daughter die, what's left is the third daughter and this young son of the second daughter. They share the estate. We don't bring this surviving daughter into the estate. Shema Mesa perhaps the old lady will have died. If the old lady dies, then a third of the old lady's estate belongs to this child. Remember, there were three daughters. This child's mother was one of the daughters and she died. So this child gets a third of the estate, assuming the old lady died. So a child has the estate. That's why we can't have the older, the, 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 the surviving daughter come in, because the surviving daughter will be caring for an estate that partially belongs to a child. We just finished learning that under no circumstances should we bring a relative down to the estate of a child, because the relative has too much entitlement. So that's one scenario in this story. We also don't bring the child in, that the child care for it. Why not? He's a prospective heir. It might be his. Because maybe the old lady is still alive. Another rule we established earlier is we don't bring a child into the estate of a captive person. So therefore, who can we bring in? We can't bring the surviving daughter. Of course, there's a child who may own a third of the estate. We can't bring the child because the old lady is a captive. She might still be alive, the grandmother of the child. So what do we do? We can't let it just get rot and disappear. What do we do? Because the court must appoint a court-appointed guardian anyway for the half that might belong to this child. Why half? Because we're assuming that this child and the surviving daughter are going to split it. This court-appointed guardian already is put in charge of the entire estate of the old lady. The plot thickens. In time they heard, the old lady died. Our sages said, The surviving daughter, she gets a third, because she's clearly an heir. 
So that's her portion of the inheritance. This little boy who is the son of the surviving, of the second daughter who died, he certainly gets a third. That's his portion of the inheritance of the old lady through his mother who died. Now, we still have a third. We're not sure if the kidnapped daughter, who originally was kidnapped together with the mother, we don't know if she's alive or not. So she might be alive. Who's going to care for her part? Here, we have to appoint a court-appointed guardian because of the portion of this child. What does this child have to do with it? He already got his third. Aha! Perhaps the daughter who was kidnapped also died. In that case, who gets her estate? Her surviving sisters. Who are her surviving sisters? One is represented by this little boy. So he gets half. So again, it's an estate owned by a child. Again, only a guardian will do. End of chapter 8.